This bonus podcast episode features the audiobook preview of Brian's newest book in the 12 Pillars of Peak Performance Storybook series, Championship Culture, a story about the seven essentials for building a championship culture. Championship Culture, a story about seven essentials for building a championship culture. Pillar number two and book number three in the 12 Pillars of Peak Performance book series. Written by Brian Kane. Read by Brian Kane, Griffin Gum, Matt Morse, Randy Jackson, Aaron Kane, and Jacob Armstrong. Edited by Mary Lou Schuler. Digitally mastered by Griffin Gum. Introduction. After finding out that his flight back home to Dallas from Detroit was canceled, A disappointed, frustrated, and stressed out Matthew Simons is awkwardly introduced to the passenger sitting next to him, Coach Kenny. Matthew Simons and Coach Kenny strike up a conversation about optimal living and the 12 pillars of peak performance while eating together at Fuddruckers. After looking for a hotel room that night and finding out that all hotels in the greater Detroit area were sold out, Matthew Simons and Coach Kenny spend the night at the home of one of Coach Kenny's friends, a former Navy SEAL named Marcus. After an early morning yoga session and powerful discussion about the 15 keys that unlock true mental toughness and an elite mindset, Matthew Simons, Coach Kenny, Marcus, and his four SEAL teammates, Chris, David, Kyle, and Adam, are on their way to the Thanksgiving Day football game between the undefeated Detroit Dominators and the undefeated Chicago Bees. They are first going to meet another former SEAL teammate of Marcus's named Cole, who played college football for the current Detroit Dominators head coach, Tony Shea, to talk about how the Dominators have become the premier organization in the Professional Football League. After making his bed and hitting the shower in the guest room at Marcus's house, Matthew Simons picked up his phone and saw a text from his wife, Erin, to call her ASAP. As Matthew Simons was walking out of the room to join the other guys downstairs to head to the stadium to meet with Cole and Coach Shea, he called Aaron and she answered. Hey babe, Matthew Simons said. Happy Thanksgiving. After a few seconds more than normal and a few more seconds than he had anticipated, creating an awkward silence, she spoke. Matthew, she said, fighting back tears, we have a problem. Chapter 2, Decision Time As I hung up the phone, I could feel a pit in my stomach. I was torn. Should I just go back to the airport and see if I can get on any flights to Phoenix now via standby? Should I call all the rental car agencies again? I had a decision to make. I knew that I should be with Aaron, Michael, and Brina during this time of year. I also wanted to keep learning from Coach Kenny and the SEALs. Then I remembered a key principle that Coach Allen had taught us in high school. There are times in life when what you want to do and what you should do are not going to match up. Times when you have to put off in the moment what you want most. Times when delayed gratification becomes critical. He used to say that it was in those moments that our lives were truly shaped. That one conversation, one book, one decision could truly change your life forever. I wanted to be with my family, but I felt as if I should stay where I was so that I could continue to grow. 
I was becoming more. I knew that if I were going to save my marriage, be the ultimate father I could be and get myself going in the right direction, I needed to keep drinking from the fire hose that had been the last few days with these elite men. Not only was I having fun, I was learning a ton. When you can have fun and learn a ton, you know you are in the right place. It was decision time. I was going to go to the game, keep learning, and keep trying to call the airlines and rental car companies to see if I could get out any earlier. Chapter 1. The Phone Call What's the problem, babe? I'm just not sure I can do this anymore. Aaron said as she fought back tears and the screams of Michael and Brina in the backseat of her car as she continued to drive from South Lake, Texas to Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm on my way to my mom's house for Thanksgiving since you won't be home and I just can't stop crying. I can't believe you aren't going to be with us for Thanksgiving and my birthday. The kids keep asking when they're going to get to see daddy. What am I supposed to tell them? Babe, I told you what happened. It's totally out of my control. I can't get a flight. All of the rental car facilities are sold out and I'm lucky that Coach Kenny had him Fred in town and I was able to stay with them and not have to sleep in the airport last night. I want to be with you guys and I'm trying to get there, believe me. What are you doing right now, Matthew Simons? I'm going to go with Coach Kenny and his friends to the Detroit Dominators game. I can't get a flight home, I can't get a car, and I figured I might as well get the most out of today rather than sit around feeling sorry for myself. Fearing sorry for yourself is a worthless and pointless emotion that does nothing good or productive for you. I can't believe you're going to a football game on Thanksgiving without me, Aaron said with a strong tone of frustration in her voice. Why don't you just go to the airport and see if you can get a flight? I wasn't sure I had a good answer for her. I was routinely checking my phone to see if I was going to be able to get on an earlier flight and it still looked like my best bet was going to be Saturday morning. I was learning so much by being around Coach Kenny, Marcus, and the SEAL team guys and I was feeling better than I had in years. I knew that you became the average of the five people you associated with most and these guys were definitely elite. I was becoming more. I wanted more out of life and knew that to get more, I had to become more. Yes, I wanted to go be with Aaron, Michael, and Brina, but also didn't want to miss out on what was going to continue to be a life-changing experience with these guys and a potentially great meeting with the Detroit Dominators head coach in an amazing game between the only two undefeated teams in the PFL. Babe, I'm working on it. I will call the rental car centers and I will keep calling the airlines. And if I can get to Arizona or to your mom's house, I will. I love you and I want to be with you and the kids. I'm so sorry. Trust, I'm doing all I can do. You always say you can find a way or you can find an excuse. Please do whatever you can to find a way to get here. I'm losing my mind. Chapter 2. Decision Time. As I hung up the phone, I could feel a pit in my stomach. I was torn. Should I just go back to the airport and see if I can get on any flights to Phoenix now via standby? Should I call all the rental car agencies again? I had a decision to make. I knew that I should be with Aaron, Michael, and Brina during this time of year. I also wanted to keep learning from Coach Kenny and the SEALs. Then I remembered a key principle that Coach Allen had taught us in high school. There are times in life when what you want to do and what you should do are not going to match up. Times when you have to put off in the moment what you want most. Times when delayed gratification becomes critical. He used to say that it was in those moments that our lives were truly shaped. That one conversation, one book, one decision could truly change your life forever. 
I wanted to be with my family, but I felt as if I should stay where I was so that I could continue to grow. I was becoming more. I knew that if I were going to save my marriage, be the ultimate father I could be and get myself going in the right direction, I needed to keep drinking from the fire hose that had been the last few days with these elite men. Not only was I having fun, I was learning a ton. When you can have fun and learn a ton, you know you are in the right place. It was decision time. I was going to go to the game keep learning and keep trying to call the airlines and rental car companies to see if I could get out any earlier. Chapter three, body language. As we loaded up in Marcus's Suburban to head over to the stadium to meet Cole and Coach Shea, I could feel the energy in the group. There's something special about being around elite performers and elite people that makes you want to take your game and life to the next level. Hey, Matthew Simons, everything going okay with you? Coach Kenny asked. You look a little down. I'm good, Coach. Just wondering how I'm going to get home and see Aaron and the kids. Look, there are those who spend their whole life looking for ideal situations, and there are those who make the situations they're in ideal. Be where your feet are. If you're going to be here, you might as well be here. Let's make the most out of this day and keep the focus on you making the most of yourself so that when you get home, you'll be the best you have ever been for those you care about the most. You're right, Coach. Nothing I can do but be where my feet are, and as we learned about this morning with a guy, stop feeling sorry for myself. Well, Matthew, the first place to start is with your body language. I noticed something had changed in you from the time you walked upstairs to shower to the time you came outside to join us to head to the game. I can see it in your body language. You gotta get big. Even as you're sitting here, you gotta get big. First you make your body language, and then it makes you. Act as if you want to be here and you will get more out of your day and our time together than if you wear your emotions on your sleeve. Children do that, not elite performers. He was right about that. Michael and Brina wore their emotions on their sleeves every day. Erin was a rock. She hardly ever changed her emotional status. She was the most consistent person I knew. If she was as upset as she sounded when driving, I knew I had really let things go and needed to do some significant mending of our relationship at home. I just wasn't sure when that was going to happen. Sooner than later, I hoped. I knew my body language was terrible. I also knew from talking with the guys about Elite Mindset that I could change my body language, energy, and focus that fast, and I was going to.